Welcome to the Eyewitness Podcast, where each surprising episode brings you face-to-face with one of God's friends from the Bible. You'll hear stories told from the perspective of the famous people in the Bible, people with real struggles, real doubts, and real questions. Through their deeply intimate and honest stories, you'll hear how God craves a relationship with you. Now presenting, I Burn For You by Moses, a man who felt completely unqualified, yet God chose to lead his people to the promised land. I'm not who you think I am. Never have been, to tell you the truth. People think of me as a hero of the faith, God's chosen champion. If only you knew me back then, boy. My identity has been in question since my first breath. I was born into a family of slaves, Hebrew slaves, poor, miserable, and forgotten. They called themselves a people of promise, but in truth, they were a people of suffering. But not me. When Pharaoh decided to kill all the Hebrew baby boys, my mother resisted. In order to save me, she abandoned me. She hid me in a basket along the bank of the Nile, and it was there, crying and alone among the reeds in the river, where Pharaoh's daughter found me. From that moment on, I became someone else, the adopted son of a princess. My life was a dream, sheltered within the lavish halls of the king of Egypt, and undeserved. I didn't belong there, but did I belong anywhere? I grew up unaware of who I really was, who I was meant to become, oblivious of God's plans for my life. I had my first glimpse at my true identity when I visited the Hebrews. I knew I was one of them, but I was also very much not one of them. I weaved my way through the mud pits where they were forced to make bricks, watching the Hebrews' agony unfold before my eyes. The Hebrews, my people, were living a literal nightmare. Every crack of the whip made me wince. It was impossible to watch and do nothing. When I saw an Egyptian slave driver beating one of the Hebrews senseless, I felt an uncontrollable fire ignite inside me. I glanced around to make sure no one was watching, and then I killed the slave driver and hid his body in the sand. But somehow, people found out I was a killer, including Pharaoh, who now wanted to bury my body in the sand. I escaped to the hill country of the Midians, hiding far away from my crime. I was a fugitive, a murderer, a privileged imposter. I didn't know who I was or where I was going. And then it happened again, when I saw some sisters drawing water from a well being bullied by some shepherds. The fire in my heart ignited once more. I couldn't resist the urge to rescue those girls. 
After their father, a local priest, found out what I'd done, he thanked me by giving me a job and one of his daughters for a wife. So I got married, had a couple of kids, and settled into the quiet life of a shepherd, far away from Pharaoh's wrath. Yet again I became someone else. I felt like a stranger in a strange land, a candle without a flame. I had no idea God was about to light a new fire inside me. There's not much to see out in the hills around Mount Sinai. Rocks and dirt, more or less. During the dry spells, I took my father-in-law's sheep deeper into the wilderness to find them water and food. One day, I ventured even farther than usual. And that's when I saw it. There, among the bare sand and stones, a bush was on fire. Which out in the middle of nowhere was odd, but as I walked closer, I noticed the shrub wasn't burning up. No smoke, no ashes, no charred leaves, just a blazing flame. Huh, I mumbled, feeling the heat of the fire across my face. How was that even possible? Then a voice called out from the flames, Moses. I looked around, but no one was there except me, my sheep in the fiery bush. I'm right here, I stuttered. Stay where you are, the voice commanded. You're standing in a sacred place. Only your bare feet should touch it. Who are you? I whispered, kicking off my sandals as fast as I could. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, answered the voice. A voice that was more than just mere sound. A voice that flooded through my skin and bones. A voice I could feel echoing through the very depths of my soul. I had never been so afraid in my life. I covered my eyes and stood melted to the spot, feeling waves of heat radiating from the flickering flames. Again, the voice. It's time to save my people from their slavery in Egypt. They've suffered for far too long and need to return to the home I promised them. Then God said something I wasn't prepared for. I want you to help me rescue them. Me? I choked, my mind whirled. But I, I'm not that kind of person. I know exactly what kind of person you are, and you are the one I want and I want you to lead them back to this very spot so you can worship me together, God said. I shook my head, my eyes still covered. I, I, I wouldn't know what to say, I sputtered, and they wouldn't believe me, me anyway. I mean, I don't even know your name. Who would I tell them sent me? God said, I am who I am. Tell them Yahweh sent you. This Yahweh had to be wrong, I thought. I was terrible at talking. I could barely manage a flock of sheep, let alone guide an entire nation. What God needed was a torch. I was nothing more than a fizzling spark. No way, I protested. I, I can't do it. If anyone needed saving, it was me. My mother thought so. Pharaoh's daughter thought so too. Even my father-in-law saved me. But this... God, this Yahweh, thought I was the one who should do the saving. God saw something in me, 
I couldn't see in myself. If it makes you feel better, take your older brother with you. You can let Aaron do the talking, God told me. But you're going. You're the one. And my fire will light your way. Fire. The only fire I could feel was my smoldering anger. God had to be wrong, I fumed. Who was I to rescue an entire nation of people? Who was I to make demands of Pharaoh? Who was I anyway? We'll get back to the story in just a moment. This first-person story is read from the book Eyewitness, the Visual Bible Experience. This book features breathtaking illustrations from artists around the globe, along with Bible stories retold in first person to give readers an extraordinary way to experience God's story. Learn more at experienceeyewitness.com. Now, back to the story. I turned out to be right, and first, when Aaron and I told Pharaoh to set the Hebrews free, he waved us away. He then ordered the Hebrews to be worked even harder, whipped, cursed, and forced to meet their daily quota of bricks without straw to add to the mix. Pharaoh wanted the impossible, but in my mind, it was God who wanted the impossible, and it burned me up. God, what's wrong with you? I spat. You'd said you'd free your people, but you haven't, and now it's worse. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I am not the right one for this job. Don't worry, Yahweh reassured me. I could almost hear God cracking his knuckles. Just watch. Then God unleashed nine horrors upon the people of Egypt. One after the other, each calamity was worse than the last. Rivers of blood, infinite pests, agonizing disease, and devastating weather. Still, Pharaoh felt nothing and did nothing. He refused to give us our freedom. But I began to feel something. I saw that nothing could stop God from freeing his people. Not Pharaoh, not Pharaoh's army, and certainly not me. God was igniting the world around me with his unstoppable power. Spark by spark, I was becoming the on-fire hero God wanted me to be. By the time God's tenth and final horror, death of all firstborn sons, dropped its sword across Egypt, Pharaoh had had enough. His own son's passing was more than he could bear. Get out! The king moaned, defeated. After hundreds of years of captivity, the Hebrews, we Hebrews, packed in the middle of the night and marched off toward our homeland. But it didn't take long for Pharaoh to change his mind. He wanted his slaves back. So Pharaoh sent his army to chase us down, trapping us with our backs to the Red Sea. The people panicked at the sight of the approaching chariots, but I did not. I was not the man I used to be. The shadows of my former trembling self had faded under the brightness of God's truth. I am who I am had shown me who I am. 
Don't worry, I told my people. God's fire reflected in my eyes. Just watch. I raised my hand toward the sea. A mighty wind tore through the water, splitting a path of dry ground all the way to the opposite shore. We picked up our things and walked across, leaving Pharaoh's army behind. Our enemy never had a chance. Once we reached the other side, God let loose the walls of water and sent every last soldier to their grave at the bottom of the sea. Again and again, God proved his love for us. God set us free. God crushed those who meant to harm us. God gave us food and water when nothing but bare rocks surrounded us. And God gave us instructions for how to live the ultimate life. And through it all, I became a different person. So who am I, really? A slave or a prince? A killer or a savior? A herder of sheep or the leader of a nation? I suppose I am all and none of those things. The roles I've played in life don't truly define me. Something else, or rather, someone else does. I'm not who you think I am. I am who God thinks I am. God is the one who set my heart ablaze. And now I burn for God and God alone. I was a fraud. I'm not a hero. I can't speak well. I was, I'm not, I can't. Those were the words I used when I wrote my own story. But God tells a different tale. I am. With barely a whisper, a blink, a snap of his fingers, God divides seas, unleashes untold terrors upon a nation, rains down food from heaven. And most amazing of all, transforms me. Before God sent me to Egypt, I had the confidence of a gnat, the self-esteem of a fly, the poise of a frog. Then God showed me what he can do with gnats and flies and frogs. I was no leader. I never met an excuse I didn't like. No was my favorite word. Yet God loved me anyway. God knew who I truly was, who I could become. If God can cause that kind of change in me, God can do it in you, too. God can split the proverbial seas in your path if you let God define who you are. So let God's fire light the way to your land of promise, wherever that may be. Get your copy of Eyewitness, the Visual Bible Experience today. Go to experienceeyewitness.com and click on Order a Copy. Eyewitness makes a great gift.